that's the slow version. Right? <laughs> a bridge and a bridge <laughs> version. How about that? that? <laughs> I don't know what's to happen. I'm so screwed up over here. Hello, everybody. Hello. Hello, and welcome to another episode of your favorite podcast on Thursdays, various times, <laughs> yeah. depending upon where you Indeed. live. On the mark, sports talk is on the air with your host, Mark, with a C. And, uh, yep, that's how we spell it, M-A-R-C. Remember that. Uh, this is our episode 185 in 185 consecutive weeks. We always Wow. Kanahara. Wow, if you didn't know that, huh? How is everyone on the panel doing today? Good. How are you, Mark? How are you, Mark? What are you doing? We had a, we had a beautiful day here in the... In uh, New York, I mean, and Jersey yeah. also. Jersey also. Forget about yeah. California. You're, you're a different, different. Virginia also. Well, also we've Virginia. had three quarters of an inch of rain in the last two days, and it's uh -huh. sixty-five and very cloudy. Right. It's been so chilly it's here in the morning. <laughs> chilly in the morning to wear one type of jacket or coat, and then by you know ten, eleven, the sun's out. You don't need right. that. Right. I was right. walking outside without right. a jacket the last hour or so. Yeah, 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 yeah. but uh, hey, you know, we'll take it while we have it <laughs> yep. anyway. Just another reminder I know you all know this, but I need to remind you all uh, if you want to hear the next episode of On the Mark Sports Talk, we'll be broadcasting next Tuesday, the mm -hmm. week of Thanksgiving, November 21st. November 21st, right? Instead of Thursday, since Thursday is Turkey Day. Uh, it's a quick turnaround, four days in between episodes. The, right. the Zoom link is, for those who I send the link to, the link uh, is there now. If you scroll a little further than today, in the same place, you'll come up to Tuesday. It's a different link than today. And then the, oh, follow and the following yeah. Wednesday goes back to this same link today, but I'll send it to you again. But a different okay. link for Tuesday. Uh, I hope you guys can make it. It should be fun. Uh, a quick a little story. This is a quick story. <laughs> Every time things happen to me, I have to, I have to write these things down because I think you would enjoy them. Uh, if you didn't know it, I, mean, I think everyone's a creature of habits here and there. Uh, I have a habit every... every um, uh, day we have a uh, a podcast on the mark podcast in the morning i go to um i think it's called sobel s-o-b-e-l uh they have the acai the frozen acai you know i really really enjoy that uh you know what i'm talking about you guys don't, don't know what i'm talking about no no <laughs> you gotta explain. It's, it's a acai <laughs> is a bean i think i think okay. the bean's from brazil and they have these like places which they they take it and they mash it much mash it up and then they add strawberries bananas granola it's really a fun um, little treat but i take this, i take the big one and that becomes my dinner after the show today and after every show okay and that's my dinner and so i go to this store it's called s-o-b-e-l sobel i go to the one in franklin square you know, I, I liked it, Franklin Square. It's a place on Dogwood Avenue. If you ever hear Dogwood Avenue for you New Yorkers, uh, the owner, Josette, giving her a shout out. Uh, 
she knows all about it on the mark i said i'm here and she knows it's thursday i know you're having a show which is good oh. i trained her real well <laughs> uh, but she has not been in for a couple of weeks so oh. last week there was there was a, a new girl behind the counter and they they take your money and they and they actually make it right in front of you um so i ordered and uh they always ask you for your first name and i have a phone number got give them a name and a phone number <clears throat> and then they look up your account and if you accumulate enough uh points you get a you get money off so i give them the first the name and my phone number and uh last week i said my name is mark and i said mark with a c <laughs> and of course uh no no reaction <laughs> <laughs> not, not even a, nothing nothing came out of it. so okay so she makes it up and i go in today and once again she's there again so she says again because they don't remember your name uh she says what's my name so i said i said mark and before i could say anything else she says you mean mark with a c or she remembered I must have had an impression, you know, some sort exactly. of on her, right? I right? uh, yes. so of course while she's making it, I gotta <laughs> talk to her. So uh I told her about the podcast and the fabulous fabulous regular panel members that we have all the time. Uh and uh I thought maybe she would, you know, want more information. I'm sure not for her, but maybe for her father. Because she I don't know, boy, she's twenty uh -huh. years old, I don't know, twenty one. Uh, right. uh, and no response. Again, no response. <laughs> you didn't say. She didn't say that's nice. You know all that. She just made me the thing. So I'm just talking, and and getting no response at all. <laughs> she remembered the on uh, mark with a C, which I thought was cool. Which I thought was cool, right? Would you think it's cool? Yeah. Yeah. Right. what you say. It's how you say it, and you said it in a way that had an uh, impact. She remembered. Gerald, your sports personality of the week. Is it going to be Tony Gwynn? Yes. Okay, go. You. By the way, you're sponsored by Railroad Crossings. <laughs> okay. Here's a short biography of Anthony Keith Gwynn Sr., or simply Tony Gwynn. Hold on, guys. I'm going to first go over Tony's background before I go over some of his stats. He had a remarkable background. He went to San Diego State. Was an excellent hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm sorry. Whoever has a noise in the background, please mute yourself. If there's someone in the room with you, people, please mute yourself. We don't want to disturb Gerald while he's giving his report. Thanks a lot. So Tony Gwynn went to San Diego State. He was an excellent basketball and baseball player. In fact, he was drafted by the San Diego Padres and the San Diego Clippers. And when he played baseball in college, he was not a very good fielder. So he honed his skills in terms of fielding. He won five gold glove awards. His hitting, he practiced endlessly in an effort to be able to improve his eye-hand coordination, hit the ball to any field he wanted to, and he did that very successfully. In fact, 
His lifetime batting average was 338. The, the high uh, career batting average before then, to re- in terms of retirement, was Ted Williams at 344. Um, he had eight batting titles. 15 times he was he was an all-star. He won Silver Slugger Awards. And he won five Gold Glove Awards. At one point in July, I think of about his third season, he was batting in July, the end of July, 229. He had his wife make videos of him hitting he studied the videos. He was a pioneer, I think, in that respect. He was a pioneer in studying videos and adjusting his approach to the plate, and he batted 309. In his 19 years, in, in 20 years of baseball, 19 of them he batted over 300. The only mm-hmm. year he batted under under 300 was his rookie year. We had uh, a low number of at-bats. Uh, he was a philanthropist. A very, very great guy. In addition, he he became the first man in history in the Western Athletic Conference to be honored as an all-conference award in basketball and baseball. Just go on here. He joined. He was the thirty-second player to join the three thousand career hit club. I mentioned uh, he batted three hundred for nineteen consecutive seasons. He won eight National League batting titles, tying him with Honus Wagner for the second most in history. And he was, of course, elected to the Hall of Fame. The one thing I wanted to mention about him, I had seen him on numerous interviews. A very, very nice man, very, very philanthropic. In fact, there were instances where he would pull over on the side of a road to help a disabled motorist. So he did everything you could possibly think of. And sadly, he died at the age of 54 from uh, uh, chewing tobacco. Outstanding career. Uh, I want to mention one other thing. His on-base percentage lifetime was 388. Uh, and Ted Williams had the highest, of course, at 482. And he said one of the greatest uh, moments of his life was to sit down and talk to Ted Williams about hitting. And Ted gave him some advice on how he could hit, still hit for high batting averages, but hit for more power. And he was able to uh, adjust his play uh, in, in that regard. So again, I, I, I just want to, I cannot emphasize uh, how sad I was when he passed away and, and truly a great, great, great hitter and man. And that concludes my biography of Tony Gwynn. And you kept it under five minutes. Bravo, bravo. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> okay, so any comments on, for, for Gerald? Anybody have a comment about Tony Gwynn? All right, Howie. Well, uh my one of my nephews uh his i think his first daughter yeah taya 
Her name is Taya Gwyn uh, Marinoff. And uh, she, he, the middle name is, is Tony is Gwyn. Oh, named after. Uh, he, he was a fanatical, uh, he's a fanatical Padre fan. Yeah. So. You know, unfortunately, uh, if you think about that, now he played, he played in the 80s. Did he go to the 90s? I don't have his stats in front oh, of me. Yes, definitely. Yeah. He was in the 98 World Series. 98 World Series. So the, maybe the 80s and 90s. Right, correct. So, um, to yeah. I'm sorry, go ahead. But unfortunately, um, there was no interleague play. So we really didn't see him that much. The Mets played the Padres, wasn't within their division. So how many times did they play them? I think six, six was 12 six, and now it's six, six. whatever it, yeah, so it was not a lot so I think we did not yeah. we did not see him that yeah. much you know maybe uh you know a uh, a sports report review of a certain game Padres didn't get much play time here in New York so uh, we hear about his numbers we hear about how great he was but I believe a lot of us never uh, saw him play that much mm-hmm. Gerald just wanted to add one other interesting thing, and and he was the antithesis of Joey Gallo when I when I give out the statistic. In twenty years, he struck out four hundred and thirty times. Twenty years, four hundred and thirty times. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Why he's in the Hall of Fame? <laughs> yes. Yes. And again, not a home yeah. run. Not a home run hitter. <clears throat> no. Oh. And he hit through the yeah, shift, yeah, Mark. Yeah, yeah. Everybody, remember what I said about Ted Williams? If he, he, if Ted hit through the shift and Tony Gwynn hit through the shift, everybody should have to hit through the shift. Right, right. And usually the game of the week, they went, the Padres yeah. were a bunch of losers back then, right? Until they won the world, they won the, 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 what, the National League yeah. pennant when they went right. to the World Series that one time. They got swept by the Yankees. Yeah. Yes. Also, 80, 84, uh, That's right. They lost the to the uh, yeah. Tigers. Tigers. And uh, Goose, Goose Gossage was on the uh, yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah. And they lost the five. Okay. Thank you on that. That's very nice. Milton, we'll take your name right. the tune right now. Today, if you are ready. We're going to do 1984. This group had a, a, a big hit in a movie, in a movie which we'll tell you later. And I'll give you a little background of this. Here's the song. Good. All right. This Wham. song 
the song was from the wet uh, and the wedding singer and oh, the wedding singer but one of the band leaders andrew ridgely um one of the band members was living with his parents when they went uh not on tour and he left the note in his pa parents bedroom but it said wake me up wake me up up before you go and then uh george michael changed it to uh, you know he loved it but just changed go that go. to wake me up before you go go and that's a shame he died he died at 53 years old yeah, yeah. george but michael last christmas yeah. did he have aids like he died yes, of aids so i think i'm not sure if that's yeah. what he died yeah wham 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 Wham's the group. make it big you know, I never it. liked that song. Did you guys like that song? <laughs> yeah. You did? Okay. It's catchy. It's catchy. It's a mix yeah. of the old rock and roll, the new rock and roll, whatever. Yeah, I yeah. never bought it. Too <laughs> <laughs> old school, Mark. <laughs> what was that? The American Bandstand? They used to rate a record? Yeah. Or two of an eight, you could dance to it. Yeah, whatever. All right. Very yeah. good. Anybody want to comment on that song? You want to move on? Play it again. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll go back. We're going I mean, to go back. George Michael had some good songs, but that yeah, one. We're going to go back to the 60s. Yeah, I have one comment. Go ahead. On uh, an NPR this morning, on Morning Edition, they were talking about that British radio was already playing Christmas music. And Last Christmas, which is another uh, Wham song, is already in the top 20. Wow. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Think they they 20, really pushed the season. 20, Christ, 20 Christmas Good song, stations on, on uh, Sirius yes. XM. Okay. Yeah, one, yeah, Hanukkah, yeah. one Hanukkah uh, station. Anyway, uh, thank you, Milton, <laughs> on that. One Hanukkah song. <laughs> yeah. That'd be a reason why. I had one beep beep this week. One beep beep. And I pulled this out of the paper today. You know, a lot of the teams, what they're doing is um i believe at these meetings or coming up uh teams can um have to protect their rosters their 40-man roster because if not other teams can grab the, what they call it, rule five players right that's mm -hmm. called so a lot of teams are cutting some veterans to work to bring up some you know up-and-coming kids and the yankees uh, save this kid his name is Clayton Beater, B-E-E-T-E-R, Beater. He's a pitcher. So uh, maybe in a few years we'll see him coming up, you know, uh, for a couple of weeks. Then he'll go back down, then he'll come back up. But the Yankees still. They got, him, they got him from the Dodgers in the Joey Gallo trade. There you go, Clayton Beater. I think that fits the category. Okay, let's see what we got. Th this day in sports. What's today's November 16th? I hope because that's what I have. November 16th. Okay. So on this day in 1926, that's the year we're going to start, the New York Rangers played their very, very first game as they beat the Montreal Maroons 1-0 at Madison Square Garden. There you go. In 1929, USC... And Notre Dame played before over 112, almost, almost 113,000 fans at Soldier Field in Chicago with Notre Dame winning 13 to 12. Uh, it's the third time that um, 
there are time in the 20s, 1929, in the 20s, that both schools played before over 112,000 fans. In 57, 90, we jump almost 30 years to 1957, the Boston Celtics, Bill Russell, the great Bill Russell, sets an NBA record with 49 rebounds in one game. I don't know if anyone's beaten that record, but from 1957, they must, someone must have. Uh, as, they beat, as they beat the Philadelphia Warriors at Boston Gardens. In 1957, again on the same day, University of Oklahoma football team loses to Notre Dame 7 nothing in Oklahoma, ending the Sooners' 47-game winning streak. Imagine winning 47 games in football. <laughs> 59. Boston, Boston business executive Billy Sullivan is awarded the eighth and final franchise of the new American Football League, the AFL, and later calls his team the Boston Patriots. There you go. In 62, San Francisco Warriors, Will Chamberlain, scores 73 points. In a win against the Knicks at Madison Square Garden. In 66, Pirates Roberto Clemente, the great Roberto Clemente, wins a uh, nationally most valuable player award. Now, I had to stop and think for a second. 1966, Pirates were not in the World Series in 66, right? Dodgers and Orioles. Dodgers and Orioles, right. right. He must have had some – I didn't see his stats in that year, but he must have lit up the stats to to make him the MVP. Uh, In 68, college football, Ron Johnson, who ended up as a uh, a giant. Giant. I forgot he played for Michigan. He rushes for 347 yards and scores five touchdowns in a route over Wisconsin. In 1969, President Richard Nixon, listen to this, becomes the first president to attend a season NFL game while in office. Like not the first game of the season, but he comes like during the season and he and he watches the Cowboys beat his Washington Senators uh, in 1969. Redskins. What did I say? He said Senators. 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 Redskins. Right. Redskins. Shame on me. Poor That's what you meant. That's what. In 1980, Tampa Bay Buccaneers quarterback Doug Williams. Oh, yeah. I forgot he played for the uh, Buccaneers, right? Throws for 486 yards. I thought that was good because in those days, you don't, you don't see too many African-American quarterbacks, right? 1980. Right, right. He was the second one, I think. Yeah. In 82... The NFL Management Council and the NFL Players Association settled the 57-day player strike. Is that when they had the replacement players play during the 82 strike? Uh, I think that was 87. 87, okay. I think. I think it was. Yeah. All right. Uh, In 88, Jose Canseco unanimously wins the uh, uh, MVP award. Let's see. Here's a guy. 1996. This guy, this name I never heard. Maybe someone heard it. Byron Hanspard. Anybody? H-A-N-S-P-A-R-D. Does it, like, tickle anyone's fancy? Of Texas Tech University becomes the sixth major league player to run for 2,000 yards in a season. 
Does that name mean anything to anybody? You ever heard of them? No. Crickets. I don't no. know. All right. In 1996, Corey Dillon, who became a, I believe he played with the Bengals. Does that name sound Corey Dillon? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, University of Washington. Yeah, sets an NCAA record for rushing in one quarter. He gained 222 yards in the first quarter of the game. As, uh, let's see, as Washington, he played for Washington, killed San Jose State 53 to 10. Uh, in 1997, the Grey Cup. Now, for the people who follow Canadian football, mm. it was in 97, the favorite Toronto Argonauts beat the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Uh, and this year, on Saturday, Saturday or Sunday, I think Sunday, Toronto is playing Winnipeg Blue Bombers um, in British Columbia, neutral site for this year's Grey Cup. Um, do you remember a I'm trying to think the year it was in which they decided to have an expansion and the Canadian Football League had teams from the United States. Do you guys remember that at all? No. They did. They did. <laughs> you go back and check it. Didn't work out too well, but that didn't last too long. But they expanded and had uh, teams from the United States. They had a team from Baltimore. I'm sure there were other teams that played. Uh, with the in the Canadian Football League, and for some reason I can't find this anywhere. Again, if somebody want to do some research, I remember back when I was a kid watching the Canadian Football League. The uh, the um, the Grey Cup was a two day affair. Does anyone remember that? Like the you remember you remember that yeah a two day affair. So it was a cumulative score. Like, like Jeopardy, they do one, and then the champions. You play, they played one day, and it had a score, and they played the ne next day or next week, whatever it was, and they just continued the score. Maybe they played 0-0, zero, zero, and they had both scores up. I do remember that. I can't find it anywhere in print. All right. In 2003, 16-year-old Lionel Messi, 16 years old, makes his official debut for FC Barcelona. When he comes in as a substitute in a friendly match against Porto. Porto is a city in Portugal. You know that? You ever hear of Porto? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Second largest to uh, Lisbon. But little 16-year-old Lionel came on. That's where he started in 2003. Uh, in 2008, the Pittsburgh Steelers beat the San Diego Chargers 11-10. And that was the first time... In, the, in over 12,000, close to 13,000 NFL games that the score ended 11-10. You never see that score. You understand what I'm saying? Does everybody understand what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The final yeah. Score, that's a very unusual score, 11-10. Uh, let's see. In 2012, Stanford snaps defending champion Baylor. This is basketball. Uh, women's basketball. 42-game winning streak, 71-69, when the great Brittany Griner misses a short turnaround shot at the buzzer. She missed mm. it, and Stanford ended Baylor's 42-game winning streak. Uh, let's see. I want to skip around here for a few more. Oh, I have one more. In 2021, I think we talked about this in 2021. <laughs> we were on 2021. 
Men's roller derby team settled the dispute with baseball's Cleveland Guardians, allowing both teams to be called the same thing. Remember that story, Fred? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Can I just comment one, one thing? Oh, wait. Do you remember that? Yeah. That, that, I, know, that? I know you mentioned before about Will Chamberlain, but in 1960, on yesterday, November 15th, Elgin Baylor scored 71 points against the Knicks in a game. Mm -hmm. So, Knicks don't play, the, Knicks don't play defense. All right. <laughs> uh, Jerry, what do you got? In 1960, Will Chamberlain had 55 rebounds in a game all-time record. Oh, wow. Rebounds. Unbelievable. That's the all-time record. Yeah, that's the all-time record. There you go, 55. Okay. Uh, well, let me go on to uh, Sports Stories by Larry. And this week you are sponsored by <clears throat> TAR. T-A-R. TAR. <laughs> it's back for you. My story this week is entitled Remembering Great MLB Pinch Hitters. Mm. Historically, ML pinch hitting has been used in five key situations. First, to replace a weak hitter, often for the pitcher before the designated hitter, or for a weak hitting defensive specialist. Second, to bat opposite the throwing arm of the pitcher, sometimes part of a platoon. Third, to bat against a specific pitcher because of a good hitting record against him. Fourth, to execute a specific play, such as a sacrifice bunt. Fifth, and finally, to replace an injured player. Now for remembering three great MLB pinch hitters. Manny Moda, who played between 1962 and 1982, mostly with the Pirates and Dodgers had a batting average of 297 as wow. a pinch hitter, the Ooh. best of all time. Manny said, quote, I love the challenge of pinch hitting, and when I was up at the plate, I believe I was the best hitter in the game. Lenny Harris, who mm. played between 1988 and 2005 oh, yeah. with several teams, had 212 pinch hits. All an all-time record. With the Mets in 2001, Harris had 83 pinch hits, the most for mm. pinch hitting for that year. Mark Sweeney, who played between 1995 and 2008 with several teams, had 101 RBIs as a pinch hitter, also an all-time record. With the Pirates, Sweeney went two for three as a pinch hitter against the Yankees in the 1998 World Series. More recently, ML MLB pinch hitting is down 30 percent. Yet, in 2021, the San Francisco Giants had 18 pinch hitting <laughs> runs, an all-time record. That completes my story for this week. Who wants to comment? <laughs> okay, we see Fred. Yeah. Uh, Larry, I think if I remember, I, I remember these guys were pinch hitters. I think they were pretty good, too. Jerry Lynch and Dave Philly. Mm -hmm. There was a guy yes. Slater I, also was a good, very, it was a home run mm -hmm. hitter for them. I had Smokey Burgess. Smokey Burgess. Yeah. I, I and I had the great Ed Cranepool. 
Anybody want to be a great the pinch hitter, right? Red Crample. Anybody mm. else want to comment? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think because the, they have a four-man bench now. Yeah. yeah. Hitter. Could it be a, a, a lost a lost art or just yep. and who's on? Who's and, and, the, usually one, and usually the four-man bench includes the second-string catcher who, the, who they're reluctant to use. So yeah. it's almost like you have a three-man bench. Yeah. Right. No, no specialists anymore. Right, they're not yeah. specialists anymore. Howie, just a comment on the 2021 Giants at 107 games. That that was that uh, was an example of Gabe Kapler using his whole uh, uh, roster, and I'm not surprised at that pinching record, especially in, in current day with with DH and everything. Yeah, yeah. Okay, nice report. You know, remember them, and I'm sure you guys could uh, brainstorm some more specialists. I remember that. I forgot about Dave Philly, and uh, yeah, and of course everybody has Manny Motor on their list. Jerry Lynch, Lynch. Yeah. Howie, Gates Brown of the Tigers. Brown, mm-hmm. another one. Remember how come Man- Manny Motor is not in the Hall of Fame? Specialty, right? Part-time player, part-time player, but especially pinch hitting, you know, on the the plaque, pinch hitting. (laughs) All right, let's move on. The Roger Report is next up, and this week you're sponsored by Sycamore Trees. (laughs) Something unique. Okay, thanks, Mark. (laughs) I write them, I read them. All right, even though it's after the World Series, there was there's been quite a bit of uh, activity in baseball, uh, managers in particular, and uh, it seems like the, the bench coaches are the uh, favorite uh, position for the new managers. The, the Astros hired Joe Espada, uh, bench coach for the Astros since 2018. I don't know much about him, but I guess he's been Dusty's, uh, you know, you know, right ear or right hand man. So uh, he's the new Astros manager. Uh, the Mets, as we know, signed uh, Carlos Mendoza to a three year contract. Another bench coach, and the uh, the Brewers uh, hired Pat Murphy, also a former bench coach. So he's probably been there under uh, Craig Council for a number of years. So uh, all right, I guess they'll keeping it internal. I guess they figure they know the players and the. I never uh, heard of him before. No, I haven't either, Mark. So. Um, let's see here. Uh, otherwise, a lot of awards were going out this week. Silver Sluggers, uh, Mookie Betts mm-hmm. got his sixth Silver, Silver Slugger Award. Uh, the Braves had three this year. Uh, Matt Olson at first base, Austin Riley at third, and, and obviously Ronald Acuna Jr. in the outfield. Uh, the Orioles and Rangers each had two. Uh, Orioles had uh, Adley uh, Rutschman, the catcher, and uh, Gunnar Henderson, your utility guy, Mark. Uh, Rangers, uh, Marcus Semyon, and one of Howie's favorites, and Corey Seager, shortstop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I always wish the Yankees had gone after Semyon. Go ahead, Larry. Lind- Lindor got it for uh, for shortstop. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. That's right. You're right. Yeah. But Seager oh, did get one. Yeah. Or was... Or was uh, Lindor got it for uh, Golden Glove. No, Different he did not. Uh, Swanson got it for that. Swanson got it. Okay, my wow. bad. Okay. Um, let's see. Uh, Rookie of the Year, the uh, Gunnar Henderson collected another award there. Diamondbacks Corbin Carroll, who we got to see in the World Series 
clearly, uh, you know, big season there. Um, I know the concern that I have for the Giants, which is always tight in the U.S. for my own gun, does not exist as society. Which I want to eat you It's an alien. I don't it's have Mark. I don't know who it it's is. It's aliens, Mark. <laughs> I don't have it on my screen. Okay. It's whoever owner is. <laughs> no, I, I don't have Okay. Go ahead. Uh, anyway. Uh, okay, that was Rookie of the Year. Uh, manager of the Year. Uh, Marlon Skip Schumacher and Orioles uh, Brandon Hyde. Uh, who, apparently, he was the ninth manager to win the award who never played in the majors, apparently. Um, Cy Young, I don't think we were surprised at all. Paya Padres, Blake Snell, his second Cy Young award, and the Yankees, Garrett Cole, got yeah. his first. Yep. Yep. Um, otherwise, I mean, how we how let how we talk about the uh, the beloved uh, Oakland, soon to be Las Vegas. What's news? See, the Yankees yeah. actually changed the hitting coaches. They named this James Rousen, and if only he was apparently a former minor league hitting coordinator for the Yankees. And I think that about covers it. Um, a lot of people were thinking about um, Shoemaker got the award for the uh, the Marlins, the manager. Oh yeah. And the team only won eighty four games. There was a little controversy there. Uh, who was he in competition with? Anyone remember? No. Arizona Lavello. Lavello, no. right? Um, he wins the. Uh, yeah. Was it uh, the Braves manager? Was he in there, too? That's Nitker finished third, Mark. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So maybe if people thought there should have been Lavella, because they came out of nowhere. No one expected them to go that far. Marlins don't have much resources at all, Mark. So, I mean, they made the playoffs. Yeah. Right. It could have been, could have been in Arizona, I suppose. Yeah. 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 Okay. Very good. Anyone want to comment on Roger's report? It's... The, these awards, they're nice conversation pieces for fans, but the reality is, um, you know, it's all, a lot of it's subjective and, you know, the objective is winning the World Series. I still have issues with the, the playoff system, the way it, you know, the teams that make it to the finals, but we as far as these awards, they're nice, they're yeah. nice, but managers of the year and everything, there could be one of a dozen managers, I think, depending on the circumstance and the mm -hmm. criteria. So who votes for this one? Do you guys know who votes for this? Hmm? Anyone know who votes? No. Sports writers? Sports writers. Sports writers. Is that what it is? Yeah. I don't know. No, yeah. I, I don't know. I'm the guessing. fact we don't even know. I mean, it's, you know. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Don't know. Okay. Thank you, uh, Roger, on the Roger Report. And now we're going to move on to Mark. One yeah. more thing, I, yeah. I missed you probably were going to pick this up. The uh, Padres owner actually uh, died. Oh, uh, yeah. I didn't hear that. He died at age 63, yeah. sorry. Yeah. yeah. He was in O'Malley. He was in O'Malley. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah. By marriage, I think, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, whoa, whoa. Was it? Okay. All right, Joe, well, you're going to take it away. Joe, uh, Mets Moments by Joe from New Jersey. And you are sponsored by Streetlights. South Orange could use some. I right, when they're working. <laughs> Believe me. What you got, Joe? That's gaslight. 
South Orange. You're in South Orange? I am, yeah. Oh, I lived in Maplewood. I grew up in Maplewood. Oh, okay. So, South fun. Orange still has the gas lights. I'm old, hard to see. But thank you, Mark. Go ahead, Daniel. So, okay. So, so Stern's last comment seems to be that he's non-committal on Alonzo. I don't know if that's a bargaining chip or what. And But uh, Alonzo has said that he wants to stay. So, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Otherwise, Stearns is saying very little, playing everything very close to the vest. I don't know what's going on. And then I just read a report today that Yamamoto is open to playing in New York. So it looks like, you know, maybe the Mets and the Yankees will go after him very seriously. I, you know I, who I want. Yeah, really. Same here. I heard but, the Mets are the favorite. Good. Uh, that's what I, I heard today. I that's, that's a game changer cool. for them. Yeah. I hope that Tomorrow will be different. So, well, you yeah, were talking yeah. about uh, yeah. Rule 5 players. The Mets lost the guy, Penn Murphy. Murphy? Murphy? Murphy, I'm not yeah. sure how yeah. to spell his name. I did it off the top of my head. Yeah. They uh, they got him recently. They put him on waivers, and the Braves took him. Oh. Guaranteed he's going to do something next year. <laughs> right. never fails. I know it. Just right. Mets always get beaten up. Right. Even if it's right. only to win one game against the Mets. Mm -hmm. yeah, it'll be against yeah. the Mets when it, when it matters. Yeah. yeah, It always works mm -hmm. out for them. So. And I, I guess the last thing I want to say is that to get the Mets have to do something big this year. There are three players, and they need to get at least one of them, either Soto, Yamamoto, or Otani. Looks like Yamamoto would be the uh, the one that they're going after uh, very seriously. But they've got to they've got to they've got to get somebody of that level. It's a game changer. Otherwise, it's going to be a um, a very long season. I think it'll be like this past season. Yes, I agree. Unfortunately, I hope that won't happen. But yeah, yeah, yeah Jerry, Gerald. So Joe, when when uh, Stearns is with Milwaukee, uh, he seemed to cherish Vogelback, and he recently <laughs> said that the jury out Vogelback. Give me yeah. a break, Joe. Joe, I need tomorrow a break. Tomorrow's the deadline. Tomorrow's deadline for what? To pick up his um... pick up his arc. They have to decide oh, okay. by tomorrow whether to okay. tender him a contract. Okay. November 17th is the deadline. They better not. They better not. <laughs> I haven't heard anything about Haven't heard anything about the remarks he made last week that he's elite and yeah. putting ball. Players. Elite, yeah, he's elite. I think <laughs> I'm going to sleep week. and wake up two days he's later. Elite, right. yeah, where's John Daniels when we need him? <laughs> all right. Anybody else have a comment? Fred? Yeah, you guys hear about the, I don't know if it's true, but the, the, it looks like there's some speculation that Willie Randolph might, that Mendoza might be interested in bringing Will, Willie Randolph as the bench coach. I saw that on Yard Bark. I hope that happens. Yeah. What's do you think Randolph would do that? Yeah, he stopped playing. He might. Uh, I don't know what he's. I don't know what he's been doing uh, these days or not. It'd be nice yeah, to anything baseball wise. I know. I think he's been like a spring training instructor with the Yankees, but. Uh, I don't yeah. think he's been doing anything during the regular season. Yeah, I'd like to see that. He got he got such yeah. a bad deal from them. Yeah, the way oh, yeah. The, they just, the way they fired him. They yeah. fired him, Joe. The in California, the they I think. fired him, Joe. They made him fly to California. Yep. They woke yep. him up. Yep. That's when right. he was in his office to tell him he fired. Yeah, right. I remember that. Yep. The old regime. Okay. Fred, Roger. We were talking about silver sluggers. Apparently, they're voted on by Major League Baseball managers and coaches, apparently. Oh, so no writers. No writers. No coaches. So we were talking about managers. Yeah, and managers. 
the managers. Who votes for them? Uh, let's, let me see. Baseball writers, I think. Yeah. yeah. Baseball writers, yes. Yeah. That's what I said, but I didn't know. Okay. All right, Joe, that's it? Yeah, that's it. Okay, nothing on Mendoza? <laughs> nothing new. He didn't score up anything yet. Anybody see his press conference when they introduced Yeah, I would say so. He sounded pretty positive. I don't know. Enthusiastic. He hasn't managed the game yet. I don't know what to say. We'll see what happens. I don't know He's an unknown quantity. He chose True. number twenty-eight. Yeah. I wonder what twenty-eight means. I mean, I just, I, I just, I guess I'll just say I'm one thing. Look what, look what happened with the Raiders. They, they hired two guys from, from the Patriots, and they're gone already. Yeah. Half a season. Yeah. Mike. So you never know. Michael. My, yeah, my, my feeling with all of this is, you know, we. Uh, complain about managers being selected without experience, but there are a lot of experienced managers who are retreads who yeah. fail in one place and maybe just the situation um, they look at in a certain situation. But I'm I'm for new blood. You know, I mean, I, I don't think that um, they should automatically be excluded. You know, some new manager we know have failed. But uh, a lot of the old, a lot of the old timers have also failed. So right. why not introduce a new generation of, of of managers in sports? I think it's about yeah. time. I mean, I mean look, look at the guy at the Phillies is successful. Yeah. Robbie yeah. Thompson. It's, it's the same pedigree. Bench coach with the Yankees. Yeah. Now, right. you know now he's been very successful with the Phillies. So I mean, and any any experienced manager you have to start somewhere. You don't you know. And you so, need good players too. Well, yeah. Said, and Dosa said that he looks up to uh, Robbie Thompson. He, as I'm, but you know, him. you know, you say about they need good plays, but but maybe sometimes the manager makes a difference. When Robbie Thompson, I think they were exactly. when, when Girardi was fired, they were like nine, ten games under five hundred, and, and, they, they and turned Thompson around. turned around with basically yeah. the same players. Right, so yeah. sometimes it makes a difference. Yeah. Okay, the, yeah. no matter, nothing but I, a, sometimes a aggregators now. Uh, Gerald and Roger, Joe. We'd be remiss not to mention that Mendoza is the 25th manager for the Mets in 62 yeah, years. What's the math on that, Joe? <laughs> two, and a, two, and a half. two and a half years. <laughs> Let's have a little little contest here, a little game to name the 25 <laughs> managers. Oh, God. I wrote them down. I wrote them right here. Okay, so we have him. Casey, including interim managers, yeah, like yeah, I think yeah. Mike Coppage. I don't even have Mike Coppage. What is that? Oh, right. no, he's there. He's there. I think he, I I said interim. I think he managed Seven one games. game. Seven games. <laughs> All right, so I got Mendoza and I got Coppage, and I heard Casey Stangle. Gil Hodges, George, George Bamberger, Westbrook was their second manager. Ooh. Yogi Berra. Yogi, Yogi Berra was their Willie Randolph. Joe, Joe Frazier. Nicky yes. Callaway. Yeah, Joe Frazier. That's Frazier. right. Joe Frazier. 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 That's right. Frank Joe Howard. Frazier. Frank Howard. Yeah. Yeah. Keep naming them. Was, Jeff, was, was, Jeff Torborg. Yes. Jeff Torborg. Yeah, Torborg. Yeah. yeah. Harrelson. 
Harrison. Odd Harrison. Harrison. Odd Howe. Odd Howe. Very good. Joe Torrey. Valentine. Joe Torrey. Very good. Davey Johnson. Davey Johnson. Got him. Okay. Forget him. Jerry Valentine. Jerry Collins. Arn Powell. All right. Let's stop because it's Jerry Manuel. Jerry Manuel. Jerry Manuel. Very good. You forgot Gil Hodges, guys. Gil Hodges. I said Gil Hodges. I said Gil Hodges. I heard somebody say it. Yeah. So I had I heard Bamberger in the crossfire. I heard Roy McMillan in the crossfire. Oh yeah, right. Forgot about it. Dorothy Parker. Who? Seven Who? Salty Parker in oh, 1967. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was four and seven in his 11 games. Dallas Green. That's right. Dallas Green. Green. Very good. Bobby right. Valentine. Did you say Bobby Valentine? Yeah. Somebody said Bobby Valentine. Yeah. Did anyone say Terry Collins? Yes. Yeah, I heard somebody somebody say it. Yeah. I don't remember who, but yes. Question. Carlos Beltran. He didn't manage the game, though, Mark. He never managed the game. He is on the list. He's on the list. on the list. And the last, Louis Rojas. How about Louis Rojas? Yes, yes. Right. I bet you. Yeah, we, Beltran. We, How about Beltran Louis for Rojas days? is one heartbeat away yeah. from being the Yankee manager. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Hey, Joe Torrey managed the best. Oh, fuck. Yeah. I, 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 all right. Enough of that little game there. Uh, thank you, uh, whoever was talking. Oh, <laughs> Uh, the you New York Giants Insights by Cheryl started it. Sponsored by postage stamps. Fred. <laughs> Giants Insights. What's the say? say? Same thing every week. <laughs> they're, they're a terrible team. They're two and eight. And right now they have the second pick in the draft. But I don't know. I, I still can't watch a game and, and root for them to lose. I, I just can't well, do, I that. do that. I still hope that they would. I don't win. know. And who's to say the quarterback is going to yeah. who's to say yeah, draft I know. New, new quarterback? Look at the record. I mean, checkered their, record their, big, their, their biggest yeah. mistake, and I think I said this at the time too, was they should they should have give franchise Daniel Jones and signed Barkley to a long term contract if they're going to do dollars. I mean, Jones, you know, off one year last year, he he he, he didn't deserve a four year. Hundred and sixty million dollar contract. That that I was agree. the to me that was their big mistake. Mm -hmm. That you know, and just those, just like seems like everything that could go wrong for them this year has gone wrong between injuries and you know. I gotta go. Draft, draft picks, everything, everything is wrong. You know, there's just a just a lost season. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I don't think they're gonna make any coaching changes. But uh, I don't think they should. But let's see what happens next year. It's right off this year already. They keep changing a coach every two years. I mean, it's, it's yeah, I know they've had that in the, yeah. the last three coaches every every two years. Go for some continuity. Yeah. There's a lot of a lot of successful coaches. I can think of a few of them in football right now, top of my head, who, who started oh, off maybe the first couple of years weren't yeah. had, had, had losing records their first or second year. You know, you go back to uh, even Bill Parcells, Chuck Knoll, a lot, a lot of guys. You know, let, let's let's Walter let's, Walter let's, let's Walter, 21 years yeah. of one year contracts. <laughs> right, right. Let's go for continuity next year and see what happens next year. How, how did Belichick do with Cleveland? Right. That's yeah, right. 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 Five years, he wasn't any good. 
Right. right. Yeah. So it's, 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 it's just, it's just tough to watch come. now. Yeah. Very you tough to watch. Well, you're stuck with Daniel Jones. That's the whole thing. Yeah. Oh, that's and another rumor floating around about Belichick never, becoming never like Belichick. Never like. He's got to be yeah. on the team next oh. year. He's got he's got to be on the team next year because of financial reasons. Like I think I said last week, and I'm not sure what, what, what this actually means, but he would cost too much what they call dead money. I'm, I really don't know exactly what that means, but it, it would not be financially uh, good for them to for them to get rid of him. Maybe he won't heal correctly. Yeah, me. Who knows? Joe? A couple of people are responding. Joe, hey, Joe. Joe, Yeah, I just wanted to do. You know, this. I, you were talking about Jones. I was. In, I was. Um, I, I. I'm curious. I mean, there are some people who think that maybe they should not pick up the final year of his contract because there's a lot of money involved and go after a new quarterback. I mean, I don't think he's ever going to be a great quarterback. He's okay. Yeah, but I'm not sure that he's the future. I think he runs. I'm not neither sure either. Neither, neither of these guys drafted him. Neither Dable or Schoen drafted him. So. No, neither did. That that's true. So they they, not, they did not. They they inherited him. Yeah, but I I think part of it is when John Mara said with Jones's first three years, where we've we've done everything to screw up this guy, and, and you know, and let's see what. So I I felt they almost that remark almost felt like they had an obli- they felt obligated. To see what he could do with "quote unquote" a real, a real coaching and general manager team in in, in place, but I don't. Know. All right, Gerald. I don't know. Could somebody tell me what's happening in Mister Rogers' neighborhood? <laughs> oh, Aaron Rogers. <laughs> but he the other, he said that's, he that's the other team in he town. won't come back this year if the Jets are not in any competition for a playoff spot. Yeah, Michael yeah. Kay. I, I will, uh, I will say this about the Giants. Here. I will say this about the Giants. They did a very class thing when it came to Leonard Williams. Yeah. yeah. They actually, you know, they could have just traded him for the second and fifth round, but they actually asked him, do you, you know, this is what we got to, on the table, this offer to trade him. But if you say no, we won't trade you and you'll still be on the team. How'd you hear so that? You know, Who told you that? that that's what, that, 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 that's what they did. They, yeah. They, and yeah. and it's sort of what Salah did with, with Michael Carter. I don't know if you saw today's paper about that. Right, right, right. right. You know. So that was that, they read about that today, yeah. Yeah. Well they they, they called Williams in and he wasn't much that resonated very much in the locker room that they were a quote unquote first class outfit. So you know there's a lot that. of conversation about that last week on radio yeah. about Leonard Williams. That's I heard that all that too. All right. And who are they playing this week? Uh, Washington, yeah, Amanda's there. If you if you if you follow if you follow the betting angles, which I don't, but they're a ten point underdog. <laughs> and uh, Devito is going to be quarterbacking again. Although apparently he he hurt his shoulder a little bit. He went for X rays after, but they said he's going to be able to play. So who knows? <laughs> and did you hear that the announcers last week they were calling him Danny Devito? <laughs> he could have done He's not tall enough. <laughs> yeah, right. Could have done worse. All yeah. right. Thank you. Uh, that's the Giants. Yeah, oh, yeah Giants. Cool. All right. Let's go to Howie's West Coast Report. Howie's West Coast Report, sponsored this week by, you ready? Two door cars. All right. Two door cars, Bill. 
They still you don't make see a, too many of those around. Very oh, few. What's the cost? Mini Cooper. Cooper. Yeah. Um, just to repeat what I told the guys before we started about the A's, uh, they uh, expect to move, uh, but uh, uh, they're going to be playing in Oakland next year when the lease runs up at the end of 2024. Then they, they don't expect the new stadium rebuilt until 2028 in Vegas. So for three years, they got to figure out where they're going to play. The, mm. uh, the baseball commissioner, I think, said, well, they're looking to play. Uh, they could play in Oakland. They could you know, have an ad additional lease, or they could play some of the games at Oracle Park where the Giants play, and the most likely place is uh, their own uh, AAA stadium in Vegas. Uh, Oakland mayor uh, the mayor uh, wants to keep the A's uh, name, so they, I don't know how that's going to work out, what the legal ramifications. We, we might have a new uh, Vegas team uh, with a different name. Uh, as far as the Giants are concerned, Bob Melvin uh, has uh, put together his staff. I won't go through all of it, but he is keeping his bench coach, Ryan Christensen, from uh, the Padres. So apparently this bench coach position is like a stepping stone, seems to be a stepping stone to the manager. Uh, he's also hired uh, uh, back uh, Matt Williams, uh, former Giant, mm -hmm. as third base coach. Uh, and uh, Pat Burrell, everybody remembers Pat Burrell, he mm -hmm. won the World Series in 2008 with the Phillies and then came to the Giants. Uh, in 2010, had a really good uh, for 100 about 100 games he played. Really played well left field. He's going to be one of two hitting coaches. So, uh, so they they're putting that together. Uh, what I do have is this thing from the Giants beat uh, uh, newsletter Maria Gaudato. She says she's put together eight free agent position player targets for the Giants. Of course, the first one, of course, is Otani. Uh, I mean, I think, I mean, nice to have Otani because Otani would would basically sell out the stadiums. So he would be worth it in just that respect. But I have a sinking suspicion that the Dodgers are going are gonna to go get Otani. Uh, but I am hopeful for Cody Bellinger, who I just... Red, it's basically between the Cubs resigning him, him going to the Giants, and him going to the Yankees. Uh, so uh, we'll see what happens there. Uh, the other one is uh, the Korean ball player, Young Hoo Lee, who plays center field. He's 25 years old, uh, very, very good defensively. He had 318, not much power, but he's an elite contact hitter, good defense and center. Matt Chapman, uh, who's already talked with Bob Melvin, Melvin managed Matt Chapman when he was with the A's, and for the Giants who are looking to better their defense, he'd be a, he'd be a, a, a better uh, play at the third base than uh, J.D. Davis, who needs to be moved to first or at DH. Uh, they mentioned Kevin Kermeyer, again, another uh, defensive outfielder. 
Harrison Bader was mentioned again. Uh, defense. Uh, Reese Hoskins from the Phillies who couldn't play this year because of uh, he was injured in spring training. Uh, he went Sacramento native because they're, they're using the Phillies are using uh, Bryce Harper at first. So Hoskins, you know, maybe an upgrade. And of course, he's he comes from the area. And the eighth guy, you'll never believe it. Uh, Isaiah Kaina Falefa. Uh, they mm -hmm. want. They basically would move, bring him in as kind of a all-around utility guy, and also play shortstop. The Giants are planning to have uh, their number one prospect, Marco Luciano, start at shortstop. But you know, getting kind of Falefa would be you know Plan B if if it doesn't work out. And the only other thing I got is the, the Warriors fight, which wasn't mm -hmm. really a fight. I didn't know about it until I was watching something else. I wasn't watching the game. And I see Clay Thompson and, and Draymond get kicked out of the game. I said the game was started. And I went back. I was taking it. Now the punch was thrown. I think this was about Curry getting his knee hurt a few games ago by these guys. And Thompson must have said something to the guy. And the guy grabbed Thompson's jersey, tore it. And when he did that, out of the blue, <laughs> Draymond comes running in uh, and tries to get in between. He thought that uh, Rudy Gobert was attacking Thompson. And he got Gobert in the headlock for the longest time. And he's got a five-game suspension, probably be reduced to four. Uh but, uh, yeah, not a punch was thrown. No one was really hurt. There was just a lot of anger. And they and they almost won the game, but they also were able to play the, their whole bench and see, and see how they did. So uh, should be a, it's a fun season with the Warriors, always. That's it. All right. Anybody want to comment on, on Howie's report? All right. I guess you, you satisfied them all. Thank you. I guess so. <laughs> oh, Fred, Fred, mm. you you want to say yeah, no, just that the just that the NBA said that the reason for the length of the suspension they took into effect past transgressions of oh, Green. Yes. Mm. Oh, that's like that's like yeah. his middle name, Draymond Preston. Justin. All right, let's move on. Mike from DC and surroundings report. You're up. You're sponsored this week by the entire Potomac River. <laughs> the local sponsor. <laughs> That's prodigious. So today I'm having to join you via my iPad because we've lost our internet, but I can get it on the iPad. So my angle is a little different today on the screen. Um, before I comment on the, the Washington scene, I just want to remark that I saw one of the most remarkable competitors I've ever seen in my life this week on a program called Wheel of Fortune. Anybody ever watch that? Sometimes, yeah. yeah. What's the really? <laughs> it's it's kind of fun. Pat Sajak's that's pretty pretty it's good as the MC opinion. So they they had pairs on and one of the pairs was a son and his mother. Uh, the mother was 92 years old. And so, you know how it goes. They put some letters up and you have to guess a phrase or whatever it is that uh, those letters are going to be part of. And they start and they're about three letters up. 
And this 92 year old starts whispering to her son. And then he says, well, she, she knows the answer. So then she says it or he says it. And yeah, I mean, I'm good at this game, but not like, like that. I can't solve after only a few letters. So, so then they keep going and now it's a song title and the same thing happens. Oh, About wow. three, four letters Price. go up on the board. And she huh. says, I know the answer. And it was how the Grinch stole Christmas or something like that. Huh. So, so, okay, so, so they win and the winner gets to go to the, the prize round and they can try to pick up some extra money, usually 40,000, 50,000, somewhere in there. And so a bunch of letters go up and the son figures out it's a two word phrase and the first and it's food. And the first one is drizzled, but he can't figure out what's the second, what's the second one. He's got letters N E Y. He can't figure it out. What is it? What is it? And she, she blurts out honey. <laughs> so it drizzled that's honey. Yes. Yes, that's right. And so I, they won. I saw day. that Mike. I saw wow. that Mike. I think they told her all the answers before the show and figured she's 90 oh, years no. old. She'd it's, forget them. No. That's what my son no. said too, but I, Charles Van Dory. Anyway, sorry for you. First of all, he's the ninety-two and on that stage to begin with was, was something, and yeah. Uh, and yeah, that that was sort of my reaction. But it was extremely entertaining to watch. All right, so now we go to the status, uh, such as it is, of the Washington D.C. sports scene. Start with the Commanders. Another loss, this time to Seattle, last minute or last second loss, but Seattle had set it up to kick a last second field goal. Two, two events in this game made a lot of difference. Uh, first of all, one of the cornerbacks for Washington got ejected early in a strange sequence in which uh, he, he hit the receiver. The receiver couldn't hold on to the ball. The ball falls aside, but the refs call it for uh, – I don't know, hitting an un unprotected receiver, and there was head-to-head, helmet-to-helmet -helmet contact, 15-yard penalty against Washington, and uh, first down for Seattle. And so now uh, the game starts again. They, they put the ball down. The refs blow the whistle and everything. Get ready. Oh, no, another whistle. And they call another timeout. And now it turns out that New York has overruled the refs. And New York has ruled that the player has to be ejected for what happened. So they asked this guy, Gene Steratore, whatever his name is, yeah. what, uh, yeah. what, why, why that happened. And he just said it was a mistake. That, that, that should not have been called. It wasn't, uh, you know, spearing. It wasn't intentional and all this stuff. And that, that was a bad call. In any case, his removal did make a difference later in the game. The other was that after the commander scored on their first uh, time with the ball, they could not move the ball in the first half. It was three and out three times in a row, I think. So the defense was on the field almost you know, the great majority of the first half. And that finally uh, made a big difference in the fourth quarter. Seattle scored, I think, the last three times they had the ball. And so they had it last, and so they, they won it. The commander quarterback actually played fairly well. Uh, he's coming on and looks like he might be the real deal here. Uh, one other comment. Somebody, somebody said they wish that the Washington team would change their name from commanders. And I got to thinking about that. The one thing about a name like that, it doesn't evoke any image, right? What do you, when you think of commanders, what does that mean? You know, I mean, does it mean George Washington crossing the Delaware or something? I mean, it's, it's very unclear. And I, I sort of agree with that comment. 
As far as the Wizards go, uh, the first call I've seen now uh, in the sports pages to uh, it's time to get rid of Wes Sensell Jr. The team is not improving. They're not playing defense like he was brought in to teach. Um, this is a team going nowhere. It's a team I think other teams rub their hands when they get to play them because they sort of run wild and uh, can score pretty much at will. Capitals are playing better. Uh, they won, they've won uh, a few games in a row now. They went up into New Jersey and on the island over the weekend and won both games uh, and won again at home against the Kraken, which are the top team in the NHL. So they've begun to play defense, and it's making a difference because early in the season when it looked, just looked hopeless, they were losing 5-1, 6-0, whatever. But uh, all that is tightened up, and they're doing that really without much contribution from Alex Ovechkin. Did score a goal in five-on-five play against the Islanders, I think his first of the year. Then he got an empty net goal, which is the more usual thing for him. So uh, we'll see. I mean, it's just a short-term spurt, but this is a team that now looks like they, they should be a playoff contender after all. That's my report. Anybody got any comments there? All right, Larry? Uh, there was in the Washington Post a story about 10 Lee Ansis uh, being criticized for taking uh, Middle East uh, money uh, uh, as for minority shares. You see that, uh, Mike Keynes? Mm. I did. Yeah, Ted Leonsis we're talking about. This is, uh, what do you call those things? Sovereign funds? Yeah, the like that. sovereign funds, yes. Yeah, that's, that's where the money's coming from. It's not individual investors. Uh, and I think they're sort of kind of like silent partners here. I don't think they have a say in the running of the team. But yes, uh, I did see that. Okay. I have one more comment for the uh, for the Washington Nationals. They uh, designated for assignment our old friend Dom Smith. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe he'll be oh, the pick him up. I'd like to see the Mets bring him back. Maybe they will at some point. We'll see, Gerald. Uh, Dom Dom Smith um, lost his power. He's not a home run hitter at all. And therefore, he can't really be a DH. And if you're going to play the corners, first or third, you've got to have power. And he's not an outfielder. So, I, unfortunately, I just don't see a place for him. If he had 15 or 20 home runs, he could play first base for somebody. But other, other than that, there's really no spot for him. Well, he used to. I don't know what happened. Yeah. Wonder. He had that great – he had a really good season in the, you know, in the pandemic-shortened uh... – Central, right? I know. I feel bad. I always liked him. He seemed yeah, like yeah. very good defensively. Yeah, yeah. kind of guy. You, you so is, is Vogel back going to be back? No, we just I talking about Fred the said they'll load tomorrow. 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 I won't be able to sleep tonight. No, <laughs> they're not bringing them back. There's no way. The fans don't want that. Will they or won't they? Only You're his... talking about the Mets, Mark. Come on. <laughs> Remember, Stearns likes Stearns likes them. Yeah, yeah well, Stearns likes them. Then that's it. All right, thank you, Mike, on the report. Nice report. Uh, a couple of notes, more baseball notes. Um, interesting note that free agents Cody Bellinger. Shohei Otani and Juan Soto. I'm sure you'd like any one on those t- 
on yeah. them on your Soto's team. Not a free. Soto's, Soto's not a free agent. Soto's not a trade. You got to trade for him, right? Yeah. Yeah. None of those three guys made, were in the playoffs this past year. You realize that? I just thought you wanted to be interested in it. Yeah. Yeah. And I read an article today. You know, you're saying the Dodgers for uh, Otani. But they heard the Dodgers, the Rangers, and the Red Sox. I'd be really surprised if the Red Sox, and I can't see the Red. I mean, I see the Dodgers all the way. I don't know. Maybe you guys do, but we'll see what happens. The, the Red Sox have. The, I think the Red Sox have the, the the money if they want to, but I don't. But I don't think he wants. I, to, I don't think he wants. He's going to want to play in Boston. I, I, I say don't don't discount the Seattle Mariners in this thing for Otani. Yeah, we're begging for him at the Japanese market there, Fred. I know. No, just want to say, what free agents are going to want to come to New York after Cashman opened his mouth about Stanton? Hmm. You read that article, right? Yeah. 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 He told him. You know, what he said that he's you know he, he'll get hurt as usual this coming year it's part of his game Fred. Uh, exactly George went to, all right uh... Pro- prove him wrong prove him wrong so blake snell uh wins the cy young as we talked about and he becomes the seventh to win the cy young in both leagues he's and a free agent. list you guys want to review he's the list game. well finding is uh, one funny yeah Bunny, Bunny was Perry. not on that list. Gaylord no. Perry. Gaylord Perry is on the list. Oh, both leads? Uh, uh, Zion uh, and both leads. There's like five more. Scherzer. Scherzer. Scherzer's on the list. So you get Ver- Verlander? Verlander? No, Ver- no Verlander. Verlander, Verlander, no. Verlander never pitched in the National League, except for the Correct. Mets. Correct. Exactly, yeah. That's right. Oh, yeah. You're missing three. <laughs> you you think of Houston as a National League team? Yeah. Ooh. You're missing uh, four. Four. Four great pitches, and they're all in the hall. No, three are in the hall of fame. The fourth one should be. Is Ferguson Jenkins? No. No. Right. Wow, you guys, I stumped you. Yeah. I gave you initials. PM. Pedro Martinez. Is one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. RJ. Randy, Randy Johnson. Johnson. R H. Ralph Howe. <laughs> Roy Halliday. We forgot about oh, that. Yeah. 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 And, uh, and then R C. R C. Roger Clemens. Roger Clemens. Clemens. Yeah. Roger Clemens. Yeah. He won. He won it for the Wait. Astros. Astros. No. Yeah, he did. Yeah, I think oh, it was twenty. Was twenty and four that one year with him. Yeah, no, uh, I didn't realize he won. In, I didn't realize he won in the American League, the yeah. National League. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. The National League. Yeah. Cut so the, the Yankees, one, two, three, four, five, six, have had six Cy Young winners. So besides Garrett Cole, who else won it? For the Yankees, Ford. Bob, Mighty Ford, Mighty Ford, Bob, Bob Turley, Bob Turley, no, Ron Guidry. Ron Guidry, seventy-eight. Uh, I, was, I was muted. You're missing Gidry. two more. Two more. Mm. Andy Pettit? No. Uh, I just mentioned the guy two minutes ago. Roger Clemens. Roger Clemens, one of the Yankee. And then there's one more. He was a relief pitcher. Had a great year. 
Louis Arroyo. Not Louis Arroyo. SL. No. SL. Oh, God. Sparky, Sparky Lyle. Sparky Lyle. Oh, yeah. How about nice. that? How about that? Now, uh, I we read today, and they have to vote on this, that they recommend Major League Baseball to speed up the pitch clock when their runners on base. Remember, it's it's 15 when no one's on base, and it was 20 when they have someone on base. Now they want to speed it up to 18. 18, 18, yeah. 18, two more seconds while someone's on base. How'd they figure that out more? What, what, they saw, they saw it that on the in the playoffs, for some reason, the game was slower. Listen, I'm not in favor of the pitch clock. It never was, but that's what they want to vote on. Uh, didn't didn't yeah. they realize the, game was, the, the times of the game were longer because... Commercials were were, were were added? I don't know. Exactly what I was thinking. I don't know. Yeah. This is what they yeah. came up with. Gerald? I think Scherzer's Scherzer commented that the, the pitch clock has had an impact on how long pitches can go on, on their stamina, believe it or not. Says it make, mm. The pitch clock may, makes uh, pitches uh, more tired, according yeah. to him. Yeah. Yeah. There, there was something in the paper the other day. I forget who it is. Somebody was, I think it was Scott Boris or somebody, saying that the idea is to have pitches go longer. So they're saying once a pitcher, starting pitcher reaches the fourth inning, increase the time, or yeah. increase increase the time to eighteen seconds. I mean, decrease, yeah, inc yeah. increase the time. Increase the time. So, yeah. so they so they, so they have more because it's too fast for them. It's yes. Too, yeah. And then what, if they go seven, sixth innings. The seventh inning increased the time even more. Right. Yeah, first time through the, the batting order. Too yeah, something like that. Too, too intricate for me. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, for, you, for us local folks here in the New York area, for those who are interested or care, the Long Island Ducks uh, have a new manager, Lou Ford. And uh, it, it's going to be their manager as Wally Backman has uh, stepped down. And uh, Ford's been with them for 13 seasons as a player coach, player and a player coach. You know, he holds all their offensive records, obviously. So he's going to give a, a chance to uh, to manage them. And, uh, you know, we don't hear from Ron anymore, our hockey expert. Um, but he was working as an usher last weekend at Cityfield. When they had the mm. Dominican League play, Dominican League was having that they played Friday night. Saturday afternoon and Sunday, he was there for all the games, and uh, the, the the ticket prices were forty seven dollars to two two hundred and seven dollars a ticket, and they had advanced sales of thirty one thousand. Uh, he didn't know what was he, he couldn't understand what was going on. People talking to each other, but he doesn't understand Spanish. <laughs> but uh, Juan Lagaris was playing. Jonathan Villar, former Miguel Andoja. Stalin Castro came out of oh, the balls and he was playing also. <laughs> I, I thought I read somewhere that he's now on the Oakland A's. Stalin Castro? No, Miguel Andoja. Oh, yeah. He was he clean. You're right. He, yeah, they picked him I up. I think he was, yeah. yeah, yeah. Didn't yeah. he play for the Tigers this year? Yeah, the Pirates, I think. The Pirates. Pirates, I think. Yeah. Same difference. Same difference. 
when Enderhoff first came up, he was a good, good hitter. I really something yeah. happened. He, I don't know. he, he fell did. out of favor with the team, and I don't know what happened to him. Did he hurt, hurt himself with shoulder or something? Right, but you know they were trying to make him an outfielder instead of third base. But, yeah, that's what I they had Urshela. He... Right, had Urshela. I picked Urshela over him. Didn't, yeah. didn't, he finish like, right. didn't he finish like second or third in the rookie of the year voting? He did. Right. He second, did. second, second. All right, uh, a 1914 Babe Ruth rookie card is expected ex- expected to sell at auction. For at least ten million dollars, oh, uh, and maybe break the twelve point five million dollar record. Imagine wow. a card for ten million dollars. Private reception will be held in New York City on November 29th for potential bidders. Any of you know <laughs> New York is going to be there? <laughs> yeah. The card will be on display at the Babe Ruth Museum in Baltimore prior. So our these yeah, people might be able to ride. Take a look at it. It was picked his <laughs> first card ever as a 19-year-old with the Baltimore Orioles of the International League. That's the wow. card. And uh, uh, let's see it. By the end of the, oh, he started as a Baltimore Oriole, and that later that year, he was, became a Red Sox. How about that? How about that? All right, football news. Football news. So uh, we have talked. We didn't talk about the Jets because Michael's not with us. So, yeah. you know, I, I don't get it. I don't get what they're talking about. You're saying the Jets can make the playoffs because out of the four, because the, the Bills are playing terrible? Yeah. No, yeah. Can I explain it, can I explain ahead, it to ahead. you? Yeah. Okay. They're four and five. The Bills are five and five. Miami is six and three. Yeah. If they beat the Bills this week, mm-hmm. they'll be ahead of the Bills. Bills will be five and five, five they're five and six. But they have two games left with the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. So mm. if they should beat the Dolphins twice, they'll all have five <laughs> losses. And then the Jets have to win other games. And if there's a tie and if the Jets beat the Dolphins twice and there's a tiebreaker with the Jets, Dolphins, and Bills, the Jets would have the tiebreaker. So their their path to the playoffs may be easier to win a division than as a wild card. And if I That's, win the lotto, I'll give you a few bucks, okay? Yeah, and Aaron Rodgers Black, is going to be the MVP. Black, Black Friday to yeah. play the Dolphins at 3 o'clock. Tree, Aaron Rodgers, yeah. open up as the president. I mean, isn't it possible they could do that? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. yeah. No. I mean, really, isn't it possible? No. And the, the, rest, of the, <laughs> no, schedule, no. the rest of the schedule, they're playing, I think they're playing Atlanta at home. I know they got to play Houston. Houston is 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 very improved. C.J. Stroud, right? I mean, he's going to he's going to light him up. Oh, and oh, also a number, a number two quarter number number two overall draft pick. Yeah, and yeah. then I think they I think that and they got to play the Patriots. Yeah, so it is conceivable. Yes, they haven't yeah, beat the Patriots in how many years? <laughs> And they beat the Eagles. Can you imagine that? They beat the no. Eagles. Yeah. I'm Joe? just saying that I'm just, I'm just saying that, that it's not inconceivable. It may not be likely, but it's possible. Yeah, Joe, you want to comment? Imagine. Yeah, how many quarters has it been since the Jets scored an offensive <laughs> touchdown? <laughs> first, I mean, first quor- <laughs> the first quarter of the Giant game and 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 it wasn't on a drive. It was on a fifty-yard short pass play to 
grease hole and he did all the work. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Right. So, uh, when was the last time? When was the last time the Jets had a drive for a touchdown? Say of eight, eight or eight plays or more, ten plays or more. I don't know. Yeah. And this yeah. week is the Bills. They're playing the Bills. This I, week, do right? not, I do not. I do not. I do not see a path, Fred. I think the Dolphins are a pretty good football team. I, I didn't say. To, I didn't say to pay. I just yeah. said. On yeah, eight, right. I mean, because of the schedule. That's yeah. all I'm saying. But I'm not saying that they, they're going to do this. But because I of don't the see schedule, how they can. They have no. They just have no offense. They haven't showed us anything yet. You know, they can't say the the offense can't stay on the field, so the defense eventually wears down. That's the issue. No, I I agree, but I mean, yeah. the defense. I mean, if the defense keeps playing and somehow they get some some offense, <clears throat> I'm just saying it's possible. No, I have one. I, 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 I want to ask you a question, Fred. What do, What do you make of uh, of uh, Waving uh, was it Michael Carter, the running back, who apparently well, apparently was... they they claim that they did it for his own good because they wanted to sh- they wanted to give the this guy the fifth round draft choice who's got a long name was escapes he's from Pittsburgh Israel somebody is he chance chances happy and they said they waved, they waved Carter instead of, yeah right instead of putting him on the bench to give him a chance to get picked up by another team all right. Brett, every, yeah, every time the Jets were on offense and they looked like they were going to get that touchdown, another penalty brought it back, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, you, know, you know, somebody how, did a column. How can you win with and, only field goals? Right. Every, you know, yeah. somebody did a column. They said, if you look at the total number of penalties, they, they're in the middle of the pack, but you can't go by by just the number. It's when they get the penalty. Right. Yeah. Crucial times. That's and, when and, I knew and, it. And then, and then you get full plays. Like Wilson had that touchdown, you know, he stepped out of bounds on what the three yard line. Right, I saw that. I mean, you know, you got to score from there. I well, mean, that's not, that's not goal just, that's, the three. I don't see how you can blame that on Wilson. I mean, he was just no, no. I'm not blaming he was it so on close him. To the side. Yeah, no, it was and a good play. I'm not blaming that. I'm yeah, not blaming I mean, you on can't him. Can't blame it on him. You still got to score. Yeah, you know, they had, one guy dropped the pass. Their play calling is unimaginative. I mean, is this guy Hackett only good when Aaron Rodgers is a quarterback? Apparently. Uh, he stepped up. They told him he's not calling the plays this week. Yeah. Oh, they, took, I didn't no, hear, no, I didn't hear that, Mark. They took it Mark, away from him. They did. Yeah. Mark, they, I didn't hear that. So yeah, who is calling the plays? I guess. Who the, is calling the, the plays? Coach. The head coach. He's a defensive coordinator. I'm surprised because, right, he's a, he's a defensive specialist. Yeah. yeah. Hackett's not calling him on, on Sunday. So if it's not really? him. Really? Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, uh, speaking of offense, what what happened? Why didn't they sign Carson Wentz if they're so desperate for offense? I don't know. Why didn't they sign him? They seem to have they they seem to be committed to Wilson. I don't uh, I don't get it. That yeah. just seems to be something. They're um, they're determined to make it work. I don't know what it is. <laughs> yeah. I I, I yeah. guess. I guess possibly because uh, he was drafted by Douglas, right? No, yeah, Joe Douglas made. Yeah, I mean they, he moved, was. they they moved up, I think, to get him. Or they? Or, no, I don't think they, they moved they, up. They, they didn't move up, right? Well, they, they didn't they, get they, the, the first. They pick. won the last game. They would have had the first pick. Yeah, yeah. But they, but they, but they wouldn't have beat. They should have won. Yeah, they beat the Los Angeles Rams, who were very good at the time. Yeah, and if they would, that's right. Because there was, they were on target to get Trevor Lawrence. Right. Yes, I know. Oh. Well, they lose, lose one more game. <laughs> so I read today that the Cardinals picked up Carter. 
Michael Carter yeah. was picked up by uh, the Cardinals. Cardinals. Good for them. Good for him. Hope he does well. Uh, Derek Carr, who this year, you know, he's playing with the Saints. <laughs> yeah. He injured his right shoulder, has a concussion. So who knows when we'll see him again. Uh, Deshaun yes, Watson Saints. has a broken bone in his shoulder. This season is over. Top of the year. And they're starting Browns who are playing Pittsburgh this week. I thought it'd be a great game, but now they're starting this rookie Dorian Thompson Robinson. I never heard from. Yeah, he was pretty good in college. Oh, you heard about him? Well, yeah, you could play with Dorian Finney Smith. Then they'd really have fun. Where'd he go to school? You know, he's he's raw. But he's, he's where, quick, where he go to, and where, he has a decent where did, he go, where, where did he go to school? UCLA. UCLA. Oh, yeah? He was there for oh. five years, I think. Oh, really? Mm. And he could have played a six. Josh Rosen he, went to he, uh, UCLA. Josh Rosen? Where is he now? Yeah. Where is he now? I don't know. He's he's, he's putting Tavillan on somewhere. You know, there was a game last weekend in Yankee Stadium. I didn't see yes. publicity on this. Yeah. Syracuse, yeah, yeah. Pittsburgh, 28-30 yeah. at the stadium. Yeah, yeah my, my my son covered it for Associated Press. There was no press. I didn't see any, any, any uh, advertisement on that. And, of course, Stony Brook lost again, and they ended this season 0-10, and they fired their coach. After 18 years, the guy's been there as a coach. They finally got rid of him. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, you have any basketball news for us, uh, yeah, let's see. Well, on the pro side, the Knicks and Nets are both six and five. For the Knicks, Barrett's been out the last couple of games with migraines. They did win last night against the Hawks. It was an exciting game to watch. Yeah, it was. Was mm. they couldn't yeah. stop? They they couldn't stop Bogdanovich or the Hawks off the bench. It was great, but they they won. The Nets are playing the Heat tonight, and let's see that. How we spoke about what's the West Coast with the Warriors. And right now the NBA is in the middle of if anybody. I don't know if anybody's paying attention to their in-season tournament. Mm. But, oh. but, the, but the Nets are two, the Nets are two and one and may, maybe have a good shot to advance. <laughs> but there's, no stats. there's without... no stats in the papers about like what the, what the records are for the tournament. Exactly. The games, the games college, count on their regular season, but yeah. if it's a tournament, yeah. we want to see what's going on. How well, I know. What's the advantage yeah. of winning an in-season tournament? Is there an Money. advantage at the end of the season? The games, games on Tuesday oh. and Friday nights are part of the tournament. So yeah. that, that game with the Warriors we were talking about the other night was part yeah. of that in-season tournament. So was it just extra money? Like that? It was well, if you five hundred thousand dollars if you win the tournament, each player, and then some for second. But it's like I don't know, it's very convoluted. Right, right, yeah, yeah. So, so this, then, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, no. If they say on the college front, St. John's are very, you know, still a work in progress. They got smoked the other night by Michigan, mm-hmm. 89-73. They. They squeezed out a 53-52 win today over uh, North Texas. Oh, they played the today? They played already? Yeah, this afternoon. This afternoon oh, I, so what was the final? 53-52. That's oh, why I was a little late. I wanted to watch the end of the game. Okay, we were talking about it, I think, before you came on. Yeah, right. yeah, they won 50. So they'll play next, either Dayton or LSU, and LSU is winning by 14 points now. 
in the in the Shriners Charleston Classic in Charleston, South Carolina. This is all basketball. But if you're a big college basketball fan, next week the tournament in Hawaii is like really loaded. It's got Marquette, Purdue, Tennessee, Kansas, a couple other you know top ten teams. It should be a very good tournament if you want to if you follow that. It's It'll be on ESPN. Anybody want to go to Hawaii with me? We'll, we'll take a look. Yeah. Mike, yeah, Mike, Mike, Mike has a comment. Yeah. yeah. It's a great tournament. Mike, go ahead. And, um, so this in-season tournament is modeled yeah. after what the soccer leagues try to do. And in England, for example, the, the way it works, well, they have two of them, but one of them is every team in from the Premier League on down to the the third division or fourth division or whatever they're called down there, they're all entered. And so, uh, so they play against one another and occasionally you get a, a kind of a nice upset. They, those le- those games do not count in the league standings. That is a separate, entirely separate tournament. And the excitement comes from the fact that a team from the second division or uh, whatever the names are there uh, can, can rise, beat a couple of the, the premier league teams, get somewhere. And it's kind of fun. There is also something called the League Cup, which I think is preserved for the teams within the league. But again, those games do not count in the regular standings. So it is seen as a standalone tournament. And, you know, there is some glory, you could say, to winning the League Cup as well, either of those two tournaments. Now, maybe the NBA will will aim towards something more like it. Yeah. They won't be able to play minor league teams and stuff. But, uh, you know, an in-season tournament that, that matters more. But right now, it's to me, it's a mess. Yeah, and there's no, there's no standings and papers. No one even knows what's going on. Right. The, the, there's no standings of things. The only thing you look at it, I think, in the Daily News has list the upcoming games, and they, I think, they have an asterisk next to the Nick or Net games that that are what the in-season tournament is. But but they probably should, you know. But these games, like you say, count in the standings. They're they not. Count. It's like. Yeah, I mean, the the only thing the difference is that they 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 made the courts look different. Each each court has a picture like of a runway, supposedly signifying. Well, this is the runway to Las Vegas for the for the for the finals. Uh, you know? I didn't see that. Joe has a comment. Yeah, I just wanted to say, read the nets. Um, right, they're doing it without Cam Thomas. Yeah, he's out for two weeks. He yeah. hurt his ankle yeah. at least two weeks. They're doing Ben Simmons has what they call now a nerve impingement in the back. Yeah. I don't know if well, maybe that's what I have. He can't, my back he can't stay day. healthy, Simmons. I know. And they, but they're they're winning. They you know they they're, they're staying afloat. They you know they're, yeah. they're winning. They they beat the Orlando Magic the other night that uh, by twenty and the game was very close for the whole way. Oh. And, and just like the, the Knicks the other night stayed with the Celtics till yeah. till about eight minutes to go in the game and they lost by sixteen. They, so, yeah, I know. I don't think they would have won, but I think it would have been closer if Barrett had been available. So, I think so too. Good. Short one man. It didn't matter that much last yeah. night. They were able to overcome the uh, comeback. The only thing I I didn't see in the paper today, if there was any mention of it, but last night Quentin Grimes left the yes, game in the third quarter with a hand injury. I don't I don't yeah. see any updates on that. If I'm he's going to be out for a while. Yeah. Yeah, I hope he's okay. They had the uh, the hockey Hall of Fame uh, induction ceremony the other day on yeah. Tuesday. Tuesday. Anybody right, see right. that? Anybody watch it? 
Yeah. Sort of highlights of Henrik. 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 Henrik got in, yeah. Mm-hmm. Pia Tergeron, uh, Tom Barrasso, Mike Vernon, and then some woman, Caroline, I can't pronounce it. O- Ole? Olet? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, the Penguins plan to retire Yaga's 68 jersey on February 18th. Book your tickets now. Uh, yeah, 11 of his 24 years in Pittsburgh and helped them win two Stanley Cups in the early 90s. One of them, Mario Lemieux, didn't even play. What's that? In the ring. And in, in, oh. in the ring. One of the cops, Mario Lemieux, did not play. The play was there. Uh, with this leukemia, yeah, Lemieux got his arm broken by. Uh, oh, what about he had had leukemia too, didn't he? Lemieux. Yes. Yeah, I think so. Was, yes, and back and back problems. Yeah, and I heard that the <laughs> NHL is thinking about changing their three-on-three overtime rules. Did anyone hear anything about that? I heard something no. about it, but I didn't see the details. They're thinking about tweaking the three-on-three overtime rule. I don't know what they could tweak about it, but uh, so be it. Uh, and, 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 the, and, and the Rangers have a ten-game streak of of nine, nine wins and only one one overtime loss. Yeah, they're playing very good, and they're they're off this week until Saturday when they play the Devils. Yeah, and, their best record in the NHL. Yeah, they're doing good. And uh, in in soccer, in the um, the women's league, uh, professional league here, Gotham FC, which I guess is uh, New York and New Jersey team. They beat OL yeah. Rain. Where's OL Rain from? Anyone know? I think it's Portland, but I'm not sure. They played a one game championship, and uh, Gotham FC won the game. And it was the last game for uh, what's the name? Megan Rapino. And yeah. she got hurt uh, in the game uh, right uh, away. The first few minutes, she got hurt. Achilles. So she couldn't even play her last official game. And she was playing for O.L. Reign. Uh, and Allie Krieger was playing also. She's on the U.S. national team. And this is also her last game before she's retiring. And I just read today, for you New Yorkers who like pickleball, there's a pickleball, indoor pickleball pickleball venue opening in a few weeks in Westbury. Remember the old Sauce Mall? Yes. Yeah. Westbury? Yes. Oh, that closed up, and now it's called like, Samania? S-A-M-A-N-E-A. Samania? I must be have the wrong accent. They're opening it up in the mall. They're calling it Pickleball Smash It. <laughs> so for those who want to play pickleball indoors, and it's right there for you. And that's all I have for you people. So why don't we do some trivia in the remaining time? We can go about 10 all minutes, right. and we got to call the 10 quick minutes. So speed. Go ahead, Milton. Yeah, okay. We spoke about the Bayside Yankees earlier. This guy played for them, but is the youngest guy to win um manager of the year in 2019 38 years old and um he's still a manager of a team now who is it and uh what team is he managing of now and uh why was his baseball career cut very short at 29 years old Hmm. he played for the bayside yankees along with john lester sonny gray sean armstrong 
Corey Baker. He's manager now. Initials are RB. 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 B. Rocco Bold uh, for the twins. Oh, he was cut short when he was playing baseball. He had some type of disease cramping of his legs where he, he just quit at 29 and became a coach and then manager oh. of the uh, twins. And um, just that other thing, what we were saying before, uh, John Lester and a bunch of these other players, um, Pedro Alvarez, there were a number of these players that played for the Bayside Yankees. If you're ever interested, you can look it up on Google and you'll see how many championships they won and who played in the major leagues afterwards. How about that? Just a lot of good reading. Okay, uh, let's go on to uh, Mike. Uh, just a quick note on women's soccer. Uh, the American team has hired a new coach. Uh, her name is Emma Hayes. She is British, actually. She has been the coach of the Chelsea Football Club women's team. She has won five straight championships with that team, and they were nothing before she came there. So there is some promise that she knows what she's doing. It's a little awkward because they're in the middle of their league and she's uh, the contract allows her to finish uh, the rest of the season with Chelsea. But after that, it'll be full time with the U.S. and she'll be here part time before that. Okay. All right, Fred. Who were, the, who were the only four players to have won MVP of the World Series twice? Clemente? No. Mickey Mantle. Yogi Berra. No. No. Mantle. Um, no. no. Reggie Jackson? One. That's right. Right. It's four? Four? Four. Three more. Three more. Sandy, oh, Sandy Koufax. That's two. Okay, good one. Oh. Two more. Three more. Two more. <laughs> two more. <laughs> Gibson. Bob Gibson is three. Very One good. More. Very oh. good. One more. Give us a hand because time is up. Yeah. Give us a someone hand. Who's been in the, someone who's been in the news lately in sports. <laughs> baseball. Someone. Atani? <laughs> Manager. No. Right, I'll give you the hint. It's obvious. Shotani? He won't. Who was the one? Who won the Who won the MVP this year? He was in the World Series, Jeff. In the World Series, Seager, Seager, Corey Seager, Corey Seager. Won, oh, yeah. won in twenty twenty right. with the Dodgers as well. The Dodgers. Oh, okay. Wow. Okay. Who else has a question? Oh, I got one. Yeah, had to have. well, uh, Bob Melvin's the manager of the Giants, and like I said, Apparel is his. One of his hitting coaches and Matt Williams is his third base coach. What do the three have in common? Matt played Williams. for the Phillies. All played for the Cleveland. For the Phillies. No. no. Who's who? Who's the second guy? Melvin Williams and who else? Pat Burrell. Oh, oh Pat Burrell. Matt Williams and Bob Melvin. Yeah. What do all three of them Oakland have in common? Oakland A's. No. They're all from California. No, Philadelphia. One one. No, they. I'll give you a hint. They all play for the Giants. 
I'm, I'm played them. But not the San Francisco Giants. No, uh, <laughs> San Francisco Giants. <laughs> All played for Dusty Baker. No. <laughs> All right, they all wore number nine. <laughs> sure, we should have known that. Yeah, we would have yeah. been here for breakfast. <laughs> Can't tell the players without a program. That's right. They need that program. Uh, let's see. Uh, there are four or five teams in the NHL that they have a state as their name. Colorado uh, Avalanche? Colorado Avalanche. Not where they are. And Minnesota Arizona Wild. Coyotes. Minnesota Arizona Coyotes. Wild. Arizona Coyote. Arizona. I have two more. Maybe two, maybe one or two. Does Washington count? No. Florida Florida Panthers. Florida Panthers. And I have Carolina. Carolina Hurricanes. That's a state. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Next. Next, anybody? Look at you guys! You're not prepared. Right, here's, a, here's a tough. Here's a toughie. NFL logos. There are six NFL logos <laughs> that are shown with an open mouth. Oh. And you name them. I didn't name four, <laughs> but they said there's six. Anybody? Open. An open mouth. If you look at their logo, there's an open mouth. So it could have been an animal, could be a bird. The mouth is open. Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles? Philadelphia Eagles is one. Jaguars? Is a oh. two. Ravens? I don't have Ravens. But okay. I don't see Seahawks. It could be right. Seahawks? That's right. I don't have, C- I don't have Seahawks. Oh. Yes, but it could be. <laughs> Rams? I, don't have Rams. I don't have Rams, no. but it could be. <laughs> How about the Falcons? Atlanta Falcons? I don't know Falcons, but it could be. I have the Lions. Miami Marlins? The Lions, Marlins. The, Lions, Lions. the Broncos. Yeah. We got to go like back and check. Broncos. So next time, look at the logo. See who has an open mouth and let, get back to work <laughs> next week. I have to take a look at the ball. Yeah. Another minute or so. All right. Yep. Who's the youngest artist to ever write, produce, and perform a number one billboard? Hit record. Stevie Wonder. 16 uh, years old. She wrote it, produced it, composed it, and sang it. Number one hit. Not Stevie so, Wonder? No. A woman, she, a 16? female. Huh, went to number one. Who's the one That's that did it? And she's from Long Island, from Merrick, Long Island. Oh, Merrick, I know who it is. Debbie Gibson. You got it. I just <laughs> figured I'd throw Debbie that in. Gibson. And the song was Foolish Beat. Only in my dreams. That's all I don't know. Yeah, just just figured I'd mention it. My wife grew up in Merrick. She's good. That's where my son and daughter-in-law live. Uh, Which football, current football player, has a real first name as Sedarian de Leon? Sedarian de Leon is his first and second name. His last name would give it away. <laughs> you think? S E D A R I A N, Sidarian De Leon. I'm about to run out of juice. If take I the, leave. In, take yeah. the initials of Sidarian De Leon. S D L. 
CD. CD Lamb. CD Lamb is short for Sedarian de Leon Lamb. That's a slaughter. All right, guys. We have to go before we get cut off. Okay. I'm about to lose my. Uh, All right, we're going to say goodbye to everybody. Everybody, enjoy the Tuesday, Mark. We're going to see you Tuesday. 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 Whatever it is, Mark. Right. See you Tuesday. Bye, guys. For the next show. Be good, guys. Have a great week. Okay, bye. Don't worry, I won't see you Tuesday. Yeah, Fred, everybody. See you when we see you. They say.